0: You're tuned into the biggest balls of them all, that's right, Playing With Balls Podcast. We got sports and comedy for that ass. You are about to go downtown, bitch, on the only podcast that sports platinum and brunette chicks. That's right, Playing With Balls Podcast, you dig?
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Playing With Balls Podcast. I am your host, Shannon Lee, and I am really excited today Because I'm recording something new on the podcast and all podcasts are fun, but this one's gonna be really fun uh, for two reasons. The first one is my guest uh, that will be on the podcast later is one of my best friends, Brooke Mayette. And we've talked about having her on the podcast for a long time and she finally agreed. So I'm super excited. Uh, She is a dickhole from New York that I love and the rest you'll learn on the podcast uh, coming up here shortly and the other part of the podcast that is new is the philly bro talk segment that we're going to start doing from time to time on not every episode at first and we're going to kind of test it out and see what the response is but as i'm from philly it's a good outlet uh, my brother and i talk on the phone At least once a week and a lot more during football season, especially. Um, And we love to talk Philly sports, my little brother, Tyler. So he's going to be calling in from time to time. And we're just going to riff on Philly sports and other stuff. Uh, He also loves Clemson, my alma mater. And, uh, you know, we'll just have fun with each other because he's, um, he's a fun guy. So I'm going to bring him up here shortly and would love, you know, feedback for... Uh, not only Philly Bro Talk, but the podcast in general, just to see what people think, and especially as we keep doing the Philly segment. So don't forget to um, rate and review us on iTunes. You can send questions, comments, ball, or mail to playingwballs at gmail.com, and then follow us on all the social medias at Playing With Balls, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff. And in the meantime, I'm going to bring T up here. Bear with me. Taller Jay Zavorski, this is your big sister, Shannon. Can you hear me? Okay, wait, I don't think he's there. Hello, T? Yes, hey, what's up? Hey, T, how you doing? Good, how are you? I'm good. Welcome to the first segment of Philly Bro Talk. You're the bro. Awesome.
0: Awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah no it's cool i um i was just introducing philly bro talk and so we'll have you come on like a couple episodes a month maybe and we'll like spend i don't know like 10 15 minutes talking philly sports even though there's not a lot going on right now there's still like training camp and you know still digesting a lot of stuff from the draft what do you want to talk about
0: um, well, at least the first thing we got to talk about is Alshon Jeffrey and his amazing catch he just had.
1: Oh, yeah. I saw you posted that video, the one-handed catch.
0: Yeah, I mean, I know it's only, it's early. I mean, he just is acclimated to the Eagles, but the catch he had, I mean, Carson Wentz threw him a nice little back shoulder pass and he one-handed it, played two feet bounds. So, I it- mean, if it was a real game... It would be a perfect pass.
1: It's nice to see that because we didn't have any receivers last year.
0: Yeah, no. Seriously. I mean, at least with the addition of him, we have Torrey Smith. Hopefully he can do something. I know he's been in the league for, you know, eight years. But he's only 28 years old. So, I mean, we're looking at least better than we were.
1: I know. Isn't that funny, though, that twenty is old for the NFL <laughs> sometimes?
0: You, I'm sorry. What did you say?
1: I said, don't you think it's funny that 28 years old is old? for the NFL or for professional yeah, no, sports. no, I mean, he
0: came, came to the league as a 20-year-old and he's been in there eight years. I really thought he was like 40 years old at this point. But.
1: <laughs> I kind of thought he was like 38 or something when I first heard we got him. But I'm kind of excited because I mean, he's he's experienced and he's got a proven track record, you know?
0: Yeah, no, seriously. I mean, if you ever look at Tory Smith, though, just go back to him real quick, he looks like he is 40 years old. I don't know how <laughs> at this point in the. This- at this point in his career, he's still only 20 years old, but I mean, we can go past that.
1: Well, he's lived a long NFL life so far because eight years is a long time, especially like, you know, without getting hurt and not, you know, not being able to play at 28. So that's pretty good. But what I'm excited about is Alshon Jeffrey because, and Torrey Smith because last year our receivers looked like shit. And I feel like if we're going to have like Green Beckham and Matthews, I mean, Matthews is good, but he dropped the ball a lot, but. Those those guys are going to like have to step it up, don't you think?
0: Yeah, and honestly, bad news with Beckham. I don't think he's going to make it for us. I mean, from what I'm reading, too, he's not even. He's already like displeased with how much time he's getting in camp. Um, we have rookies coming in that we got from the draft, actually, that are outshining him. So, I mean he might be the first person out as wide receiver court.
1: Well, I, don't, I never understand when guys like that complain. He hasn't proved himself yet. So how's he going to complain that he's not stepping up to the plate and he's, you know, he's still got a lot to prove. Like, I would shut the fuck up if it were me and work my ass off to try <laughs> to prove to get more time, you know?
0: No, seriously. I mean, you don't – especially in this day and age in NFL – there's a guy coming in and going to take your spot if you leave it open like that. I mean, you can't just come in and start complaining um, about time. I mean, you got to shine what you have. If it, it's small, like a limited amount of time, then show why you're better than everybody else. It's, I mean, I don't know what, what his issue is.
1: It's interesting that you say that, though, about him because, and I agree with you, because I was on this guy's sports cast or a sports podcast last week, uh, extraordinary uh, sports podcast uh, run by Alex Monaco. It's really good. Um, I had a really good time, and we were. He was asking me a question about, um, you know, what I think about players today versus like 10, 20 years ago. It was an interesting question because I was talking a lot about our mutual favorite player, number twenty, Brian Dawkins, and I was saying how he had so much heart and. You know, even when he left and went to Denver, I was pissed because it all came down to money at that point. But uh, he proved everybody wrong. He still became a Pro Bowler. But he just—you can't um, teach somebody to have heart and leadership. And you know what I mean. And that was something that we really haven't had, like at least in our defense since Dawkins left. You know. And no,
0: exactly. That's a great point, though. Seriously, and Dawkins is a great example of that too, as well especially it's him being on our coaching staff now i mean he, he's starting to get more say and i noticed the players that we are drafting seem more of that caliber than to like i mean they're they're hard-working people they want to they want to play i mean they want to have time and they're also skilled with that so the mindset there and also the talent has been there so we're starting to see at least a better turnaround in what players are actually coming to the Eagles.
1: Yeah, I, w- I would agree with that. And when you talk about statements like what Green Beckham's, when he's saying stuff and he hasn't proved himself yet, it brings up the point that Alex was asking me last week. He asked, do you think that players nowadays with social media and like all the wooing and, uh, you know, stuff that you see going on, like do they have less heart? Are they, you know, more that like millennial type of a player and I would say, like with somebody like Green Beckham, totally. But at the same time, to your point, there's a million guys that can take your spot. So there's a lot more competition than there was 20 years ago when a guy like Dawkins was drafted. I don't know how long ago it was. I don't think it was was it, it was probably less than 20 years ago. But
0: it was early, early, early 90s. Well, I'm yeah. thinking everybody's 90
1: no, now. <laughs> Because even though you retire in like your early 30s, but uh, but I feel like nowadays you do still come across those players with heart. But also it's you know, you see people like him that you're like, you want him to be good because he did a couple things last year where you're like, man, if he could just figure it out and like play to his potential, like he probably could be good. But he could also be like one of those players that like stands in his own way or thinks he's entitled, you know?
0: Yeah, and he's a, he's the type of person, when he was coming out, that was the major issue with him. They saw all the talent that he actually had, and they're like, you know what, he could be a top player. That's why he was drafted in the second round. I mean, it's saying a lot when the Titans get rid of a guy like that after the second year. I mean, he's only he was a rookie one year, and yeah. they're not making a decision on him. So, I mean, that just shows what type of person he is. I mean, he has all the talent in the world. It's just his mindset isn't there, and it's really upsetting because we I thought we were going to get a steal there. And it it really turns out that it's probably not going to
1: happen. Yeah. Well, and you never know. we could turn things around. I mean, sometimes it takes drafting, you know, amazing receivers like right. Alshon yeah. Jeffrey. But either way, we got Alshon Jeffrey. So who really cares? I know that catch was amazing. And I'm excited for actually having some fucking wide receiver weapons on the Eagles this year. Because, I mean, like, do we even still have that guy Algalore or whatever his name is? Algorithm? Agalar? Avalar, Yeah, he's
0: another thing right now. Um...
1: He was a disappointment.
0: I, I actually ever bought his jersey, hoping <laughs> that he would be that player coming out of college. That I mean, when he was playing at USC, he was lighting it up every single game. Yeah, and he's just another person. I mean, it's the mindset. I don't know what's going on. All these players have talent, but again, the mindset hasn't been there. Especially what you said earlier about. I mean, um, uh, us drafting players that, like, you know, they look like they're going to do great, but then they just disappear. And it's, it's been their mentality more than their talent yeah. from what I've seen. Yeah, and I, it,
1: and I think it goes back to that point with maybe it's a mindset of players nowadays and you, it builds up your head in college when you're, like, this college star. But how many people have we seen come out of college and just, like, totally, like, I don't know, sucking, you're my brother, sucking egg. <laughs> you know what
0: I mean? Well, no. No, yeah, no, I know you mean. And especially wide receivers. That's why I won't give up on Aguilar, even though he hasn't really shown much. Especially at wide receiver, from what they say, I mean, a wide receiver is one of the hardest positions yeah. to just come out and and just kill it. I mean, that one draft that was all wide receivers, people think that every other draft should be that way. And it just isn't. I mean, they have to develop. I mean, it's just it's – a, it's a hard thing to do, which I've noticed. But that's why I still wouldn't give up on him. But, I mean, at this point, like, he needs to do something. You know, it's his third year. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, it's the same thing with Beckham. It's his third year. I mean, they're still on the team. They can they can strive. But, again, we got to see what, you know, they turn turn out to be.
1: Yeah, and it just wasn't a wide receiver heavy draft this year. You know, it was a lot more about defensive players. I mean, you didn't see a lot no, of wide I, receivers going in the first round. There was, like, a couple of running backs with Fournette and then, um, you know, Mike Williams from Clemson. I know. That
0: would have been our, my bias. I with Mike Williams from Clemson, you know?
1: I know, and they're not even ranking him them. in the top five for, like, breakout rookies this year. And they, I think they should be. Yeah. I think they're, like, underestimating him. I mean, he went, he was, like, seventh pick of the first round or something like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's, uh, he was, yeah, he was a high pick. They really, and from what I'm reading, they're really high on him, too. They have, especially um, being in California, the Chargers, I mean, they have a wide receiver core that is pretty good. You know, they, they had a couple guys injured last year, but they have wide receivers, so for them to actually pick him. You know, that's ballsy, but they definitely see a lot in him. So that means, you know, a lot of people were high on him.
1: As they should, you know. I mean, you and I are Clemson fans, so we're biased, but they should. Yeah, no, I mean, we've been a, watching him play for three, four years, you I know.
0: Mean, yeah, no, it was it's it's a biased pick, but I also think it's a smart pick, you know. Yeah. I wanted the Eagles to get him, but, I mean, where he went is probably where he should go, in my opinion. But, you know, again, we'll see. But I really do think he's a like a
1: standout player yeah I know I totally agree with you and like I said it's different when you have you know watched him closely like we've watched him and Deshaun Watson play closely because we're Clemson fans right. and we haven't done that with you know nearly as many other players so we know a lot more about him than you know if we're talking about I mean Aguilar Green Beckham even we didn't watch them closely when during their college career but I am excited yeah, that's for that's our funny. offense what are you gonna say
0: No, isn't that pretty funny that we're Eagles fans and we love like all four teams, but then we're also Clemson fans. I just always thought that was pretty funny. I mean,
1: it is funny, but you know what? I think it kind of makes sense. Well, obviously, because I went there, and you know, you and you're you started going to games when you were like 12, when you would come visit in college and stuff. So it was, and then you know, being able to be in Tampa together when they won the national championship. I mean, that was pretty awesome. I still am like yeah, so excited about that. Only, um, we're
0: the only Eagles fans that have actually seen a national championship in football. So <laughs> got to be happy about I like that.
1: that. <laughs> I like that. So so we yeah, so for Eagles fans that was a big win for us because uh, we yeah, don't see a lot of champ was. Well, Philadelphia in general, we don't see a lot of we don't right. see a lot of um championship wins.
0: I mean since wait, we still haven't had anything either, so at least that was a good good year to have an ending, too.
1: I mean, at least we got to see one in our lifetime with the Phillies.
0: And they're looking okay this uh, no. year. They're
1: not looking – they're looking – I mean, you know, they got swept a couple times, but um, – I mean, it's still early in the baseball season, but, I mean, what do you think? Do you think they're going to be better than they were last year? Because they were in rebuild uh. mode for the last couple, you know?
0: So the issue is, they should be better than last year. Being better than last year, I'm not sure because the way they are playing right now, I mean, it's it's hard to say. They have a lot of talent in the minor leagues, but right now they're not bringing those guys up. And the guys that were supposed to shine in the majors right now are, I mean, they're they're sucking. They're they're playing bad. We have no pitching. Mike uh, Michael Frank has just be. This top-notch player he can't even hit the ball. I don't know. I don't know what the hell is happening. Was he the it's guy really from high school? <laughs> was he the one? Was he
1: the one that got drafted from high school? Directly from high school? No.
0: That. Well. Um. No. I think that was uh, J.P. Crawford. Yeah, oh yeah, that's that's Go ahead. Sorry. He's batting like uh, he's batting like one a hundred. I think right now. So I mean, our our star players are are playing. Terrible baseball.
1: Stuff. I know. I got kind of sad when I saw. Um, why can't I remember his name right now? Um, obviously, I got over it pretty quickly. Our, you know, our our <laughs> main dude get cut. You know, he used to be our number four batter. Why can't it? Why is his name just Ryan? It's slipping out of my head. He just got cut. He, Ryan Howard. What? Yeah. How? Yeah. 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 Howard. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan Howard.
0: Yeah. yeah. He just got cut from the Braves too. I mean, that was a. Uh... That was a long time coming for him. I mean, he's done. He can't play first. He can't run. I feel bad. I mean, he did a lot for us, but still yeah, makes he, me feel he was, sad. He was done a long time ago.
1: Don't you think he looks like Tracy Morgan? That's random.
0: Yeah, he definitely does.
1: But yeah, I know the Phillies. Like, it's been a long time ever since Charlie Manuel. I still think that I still don't know how I feel about the, when he was fired, Charlie Manuel. But he's. I think he's uh working on our farm team, isn't he?
0: Yeah, so I guess they hired him back. Uh, I saw that too. He doesn't have like a high position, but I think he doesn't want to retire from baseball, which I, he probably should the way his age is. But I mean, it's not a bad thing to have him on our staff. I mean, he's, he's helping with the farm team. He always judged talent pretty well, you he, know. He, especially he was there with the O A team. I mean, he he knew who to start when. So I well, any
1: anyone, um, and we won in two thousand eight with him. You know.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, he was a he was a great coach for us. I mean, you could barely understand him half of the time he was talking. I know about he's a business, got a su- thick but. southern accent. Yeah, no, his accent's heavy. Uh, I the players understood him, but I <laughs> I could not. So I don't know how they did, but. I guess, you know, they listened to him pretty
1: good. Well, I guess they kind of had to if they wanted to play for the Phillies. But, yeah, we. I never underst- really understood why he got fired because, you know, he got fired, like, the year after we won. And it was like the, I think it was just, like, the year after. But um, I'm glad – I was happy to hear that he's back because, I mean, obviously he added some value to the team. I can understand, though, like, when a coach gets – you know, when a coach kind of has their run and things start to go, you know, south. Like, Andy Reid's a great example – And maybe Charlie Manuel was like sort of ended up in that same position where he was like a great coach for so many years, took us to the Super Bowl. And then he he just was done in Philadelphia. Like he just sort of, you know, outstayed the time that he should have coached there. And then he proved that by going to the Chiefs and killing it. You know, I mean, shit, Andy Reid, I'm jumping around here, but Andy Reid coached Brett Favre, you know, but it just goes to show that sometimes, you know, you're done on a specific team. So that's probably what happened, you know.
0: Yeah, no, and um no, especially Andy Reed. I liked Andy Reid a lot. The issue though with Andy Reid was and he's still doing at the Chiefs. I mean, he looks good during the regular season. He's like Peyton Manning without winning a Super Bowl. He mm-hmm. looks great in the regular season with his teams. Not physically. and then they fold in the play <laughs> and mm-hmm. they fold in the playoffs every year. So I mean it it's hard to say. Like I, there's still a big respect for Andy Reid, especially in Philly. Yeah, everybody loves Andy Reid. Uh, but again, I think it's it, we needed a change. Chip Kelly obviously wasn't the choice, oh, and a lot fuck of people no. were when we drafted him. But I mean, not drafted when we signed him. But
1: I mean, we literally we literally changed the entire team since he's been gone, and we repicked up Nick Foles. Um, which we probably wouldn't have had to do, but it's a good, a good thing in the end because Wentz got you know a chance to start, and we wouldn't want to you know. I think Foles is a great quarterback. Don't get me wrong, but um, it's just interesting that you know he made all those stupid choices, and then he made stupid choices for the Niners, and I don't know what, what's he doing now.
0: Uh, he's, he's a, I think, an analyst for ESPN or something, for college football. He, he's not even an analyst for the NFL, so that tells you a lot about yeah. the
1: guy. Well, but, if, they, if they made I him mean, an analyst, after making, like, Tony Romo, who's never won a Super Bowl and barely won a playoff game, I think he won two, um, an analyst, and then making fucking Jay Cutler, who doesn't even probably like football, <laughs> um, who's, like, no, about exactly. as dynamic as, like, a stinky sock... If they made Chip Kelly an analyst, I would just stop watching ESPN altogether or just a sports analyst.
0: Well, as big as a college fan I am, I'm not happy to hear his voice when I'm watching college football. Philadelphia doesn't
1: have a lot of love for Chip Kelly.
0: I mean, you got to think, when a guy drafts two wide receivers in two drafts, and their, their worst thing that they could do is catch the ball. As a wide receiver, I think there's an issue there. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying yeah. that was a red flag before it even started. I don't, I don't know what the hell. Why would you draft a wide receiver who can't catch? Their number one job is to catch the ball, and they can't even do it.
1: Well, and, uh, you know, Sam Bradford wasn't the best choice. We tried to get behind that. But we just couldn't for multiple reasons. I mean, he's not the most terrible quarterback in the year, and by getting rid of him, we did get a good pick by from the Vikings for the draft. But he made a lot of weird decisions, and I feel like we spent the last like two or three years like just correcting his decisions for the most part and I think that um we should dig more into like the Sam Bradford. Situation because it's like, how does Philadelphia really feel about him? And one of the things I was going to say too is what, one of the things I was saying to Tyler, as I was introducing Philly bro talk, um, as we wrap up here is I think that it's good to listen, even if like, you're not a Philly sports fan, because there's so many people, especially with me living in California and uh, LA that just hate on Philly fans. And like, it's just not valid. I mean, it's like, they think we're assholes, but we're just passionate. So I think that we uh, we should talk about that next time on the next segment of Philly Bro Talk on why we're not
0: assholes. No, perfect. I, that's, I'd rather talk about that. Yeah, it's definitely a good uh, good subject to talk about.
1: Well, thanks, T. That was a great first segment of Philly Bro Talk. And we could talk for hours, but unfortunately, we don't have all the time in the world because I have to get Brooke up here next and uh, Brooke Mayette, my producer friend, who is uh, somebody I've shared a lot of experiences with over the last couple years. And we mostly just like to talk shit to one another during football seasons. So stay tuned for Brooke. So I'm back just chilling in my house in Santa Monica in my makeshift studio with
2: Santa Monica. <laughs>
1: Did I say Santa Monica? Yes. <laughs> I'm retarded. <laughs> with my guest, who you can hear, who has already made fun of me. And we are not even 20 seconds in yet. And my guest is my best friend, Brooke Mayette.
2: <laughs> you even pronounce it right. That's how you know. I know you're my best friend. I know how to say your fucking name. A lot of people don't say it right. Hello, Brooke.
1: Welcome. To the podcast. Thank you, Shannon. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thanks for being here. So, I've talked about you a lot on uh, prior podcasts, which I don't know if you know that because I know you have admitted that you haven't listened to all of them. That is true. Yeah. So, but I, I feel like we've talked about you, and especially when uh, Rachel and I were still doing the podcast together when we first started um you were like in the background like I chimed in a couple times. Yeah, I remember yeah. like, yelling
2: at something or something. Yeah, you
1: would be like brruh, brruh, and like <laughs> we're like, that's Brooke <laughs>
2: <laughs> Swedish chefing <laughs> from the background. Yes.
1: So I always thought it'd be fun to have you on the podcast. And since there are no rules, you know, in the podcasting world, but also because you're such a big sports fan in uh we actually have two teams or we have preferences Um, that hate each other, but, like, did I say that right? I mean, yeah, we just, like, fucking, I fucking hate the Eagles
2: and they can suck a dick. And I feel the same way about the Giants and Eli Manning's face. It's it's good that our, like, love, you know, can surpass our hatred.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's true. It's how you know that um, we have a strong relationship. (laughs) I mean, honestly, I just, like, sometimes during football season, I have sent you texts just, like, digging into the Giants and I feel like you have gotten so mad, but then you get mad when I say that because you, you get mad for me saying that you get mad, and then you get even more mad.
2: I get mad because <laughs> when the few times I'm actually working since <laughs> I've been
0: in LA, and I'm like, I don't you know.
2: antagonize me with Eli's face...
1: Yeah. Well, well you know, I'm an Eagles fan, and I hate the Giants, so I have to do that. But there was one time where you were like, I am working. I cannot answer you back right now. And I was like, stop getting all
2: butthurt about it. You don't it. even know that that's what my voice sounded like, because it was through text. <laughs> you just putting that in there. That's
1: how I interpreted it, because you weren't being fun. And I was like, whatever, talk shit back to me. And you're like, I don't have time
2: for these games, because I am working right now. I am doing real adult things. <laughs> well, you know I don't even hate, like... Like yeah, I hate the Eagles, but they're not even like they're they're like the least of my hate. I mean, besides like the Redskins, like I hate them the least. I feel like out of the do division. you hate the Eagles? M- no, I definitely, less than the Redskins. Um, no, I yeah. hate the Redskins the least. You hate Dallas the most. And I hate Dallas the most, obviously. So that's that's
1: so we our number that we've already always agreed on this. Yeah. We've agreed that you're a New York fan, I'm a Philly fan, and that the one thing we have in common is that we hate Dallas more than. We hate each other. Yes, and we don't hate each other personally. We just hate each other's teams. <laughs> and um, but I hate the Giants second, but they're a pretty close second because I feel like the Eagles and the Giants have always had like a longstanding rivalry, just the teams. Because a the like stadium is closer because it's in Meadowlands and like New Jersey yeah. maybe, yeah. And then the other part is that there's just always been like a rivalry with. You know, and then all those miracle at the Meadowlands stories. You know, where we've pulled off like those miracles like
2: three times. There, it's I didn't make it up. I'm, I'm just not saying. saying you made it up. I think that like Philly fans probably hate the Giants more than the Giants ha- fans hate Philly because we have bigger. We fucking hate the Patriots and we hate Cowboys. Like, yeah, you Philly, Philly fans, fans always talk about the Giants, but Giants fans don't like all the Giants fans I know like. They're like, all right, whatever. We don't like Philly, but they're not Dallas, so we don't have time to talk about them. Well, whatever.
1: (laughs) That's just being dismissive because you're being a typical Giants fan is what you're doing. But you know what? And we have our um, third co-host, Callie, in the back who's barking at nothing because she's really smart. Uh, The English Bulldog who, when I say her name, she looks in the opposite direction because (laughs) she's slightly retarded. She's challenging (laughs) But uh, anyways, so she'll be in the background chiming in because she's also a Philly fan, even though she's never been there. Because I'm her mom.
2: She's arguing with me right now, and she's like, "No, I'm not. Don't project not, onto me."
1: Whatever. She's not, she's not even looking at either of us. She's like barking at like a f- moth or something in the background. I know. But um, but no, I think, but I think like just Giants fans in general, I think always share equal equal hatred back. Um. You know, as, as Philly feels for New York, and it's even in like movies and stuff, like *Silver Lining Playbook*. Like that, when what's her face, er, er, Elizabeth Lawrence? Banks? Oh, Elizabeth Banks. P- N- no, wait, she's not in that movie. I, don't think I meant so. to say Jennifer Lawrence. That's yeah. what I meant to say. She plays a, a no. Giants fan,
2: and she right? Is that that movie? I don't know if she plays a Giants fan. I think they're just all Eagles oh, fans. Oh, you she's know like, what? Why? It's
1: Invincible.
2: That's what I'm thinking Ow. of. Because I didn't even see that movie.
1: Elizabeth Banks is in it and yeah. she's a bartender and she's a Giants fan and so she's always like
2: talking well, shit. Well, that's my favorite episode of Always Sunny is when like the gang does Invincible. Where they, they're oh like, my god, I never guys saw won't that. shut the fuck up about it. What? We're holding open tryouts for everybody in Philadelphia and like D dresses like a man and tries to be the kicker. Oh my <laughs> god, I have never seen this one. It's the best episode. Oh my god, I have to write this down. It's like where like the McPoyle's like hatred really like comes to fruition because yeah. something happens to him. I don't remember what happens. One of the brothers, like but it's a good episode and it's because they bitched up so much, like the city bitched so much about it that finally they're like Fine, we'll do it. <laughs> well, you know, and in the, and the whole thing is
1: like I love any movie that's about the Eagles, and I also like that Mark Wahlberg was in it because he's hot. But like, if you really break it down about Vince Papali, it's about a dude who like played for the team for like four years. I mean, it's kind of like in the you know, it's like a Rudy story. But like, if you look at Rudy, it's kind of like why am I getting like all upset about this? Like, I watched Rudy and. Uh, the other night, remember I texted you and yes. I cried and you're like, why the hell are you watching Rudy? It's like four
2: in the morning. I was like crying
1: my face off but then I felt stupid for myself because I was like, he only tackled somebody once and then like never played again because he sucked and that's like, that's like the equivalent of like Vince Papali. Like he, did, he wasn't that bad but it was like, all right, well, I mean. But he like keeps the
2: dream alive.
1: Yeah, but I mean, that's not for, what like, Philadelphia is basing like self- our, <laughs> our like, you know, we can't, we can't like put all our, cash all our chips in or put all our, what I'm, you know I'm bad at sayings. She's so bad at she mixes metaphors. Like I've never Ca- I, Cash all <laughs> our chips. Put all our put all our ducks in a row.
2: <laughs> Can never say a metaphor correctly.
1: I I am so bad at sayings, but I will never. But I always want to use them because I like to draw comparisons when I were like when I'm talking about stuff. But I'm just really bad at sayings. And you were over here one night, and remember I was. It was like on high. I think it was we smoked pot. There, there was
2: one that was so good. It was Did you write I it down I in wrote your file? So anything. I so anyway,
1: um if if everybody doesn't know this already, I am terrible at sayings and I always will be like um
2: Oh. Yeah, oh I did what it is it? What is it? Uh ass from hole. I don't know my ass from a hole in the head.
1: <laughs> Wait, <laughs> and how does the real
2: one go? You don't know your ass from a hole in the ground. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's one. And then um, you, I remember being like, I thought my whole life it was play it, play it by year instead it, yeah. of play it by ear.
1: Yeah, but I think that one isn't that weird. happy as a clam and shit. Oh my god, that's my favorite one. <laughs> happy, ha- I, I said I'm happy as a clam and shit. <laughs>
0: I think we laughed like as hard
1: as we just laughed now because I'm
2: so glad I wrote these down
1: I'm so bad at sayings (laughs) remember then we smoked weed and we were like we're gonna start a TV show about a person who's bad at sayings (laughs) because we always start TV shows when when
2: we're under the influence yeah
1: and we write them all down and then the next day we're like (laughs) This would be funny to you and me, but I don't know if anybody else in the world would fucking want to watch a TV show about somebody that's bad at sayings. Can't say yeah. yeah, who just can't speak correctly. And I'm like a host, and I, like... But that... you Listen, I can't it's be fine. perfect it's at fine. everything. It's fine, I love it. It's endearing, and it makes me laugh all the time. So. And I'm always going to be bad at it. Don't get good at it. No, and I mean, I think that's one of my quirks as a host, is that I... Like, even when Rachel was on, or it would or it'd actually be really funny when we had guests, because they are like, uh, you're, like, the host of this shit, and you, <laughs> like, can't say anything right. And I'm like, well, it's what makes me, it's what makes me, what did you say, endearing, right? Yes. It's an endearing yes. quality that I have, and I'm, otherwise I'm a good host. But, um, yeah, I'm bad at sayings. So I don't even remember what we were talking Oh, It's Always Sunny. Oh, yeah. I love that show. I actually... I wanted to talk about when you and I first met, though, because I like to do that with everybody that's on the podcast. Um, Just like the little story of like, what is our background? Like, why are we just being assholes to each other for ten minutes on a podcast? Obviously, we're friends. (laughs) How did we meet? So we met um, in a like
2: stand up. We met in a
1: stand up, yeah, workshop. Workshop. Because (laughs) I met you before I even did stand up um years and years ago and um and I was friends with this girl and I had always decided I wanted to do stand up but I like wanted get some of the tools to do it, right? Yeah. And she kept talking about my friend named Brooke, who's really loud, um, is gonna come meet us. And I, I don't know why she told me that you were really loud, but I like she wasn't like saying that as like this is who she is, but she was just like, oh you'll love her. She's like from New York. She's super cool. She's she's really loud. Um and then you we were you were late and we were in this stand-up. <laughs> yep, I'll win. Um, we were in this stand-up workshop <laughs> and this girl just this is when I first saw you. You just busted into the room with like, with, like, your hair in your face, like, all, like, looking around like, sorry I'm late. Uh, I bought something, and I didn't know where to park, and everyone's just staring at you. And I was like, is that your friend Brooke? I was like, I only know it's her probably because she's really loud right now because she's just, like, interrupted the guy who's, like, trying to teach her shit.
2: And so he sucked.
1: Oh my god, he was terrible. <laughs> was so
2: terrible.
1: I'm not even going to say what no. his name is cuz I can't remember. I can not remember
2: either. I don't All I right. mean, I don't
1: care. I would say mm. I there's no point. But it was but he would, that was such a crock of shit. It he, it was a free class oh to sell us on
2: taking more classes. Taking
1: his course, which I'm okay, a lot of times like a lot of times the first course will be free to give you, like, an idea of what it's about. And then you can decide. I did that for our audition training I was in. But the audition training is legit. And I loved everything that yeah. they had to say. So I was like, yeah, done. I already knew I was going to do it did anyway. Do you
2: remember, like, the people in there? Like, I like, oh, the three oh. of us were like, this is fucking so <laughs> stupid. But there were, like, people in there that were, like, hanging oh on every word and, like, writing down everything. It was like... Yes, this is how you structure a joke and like blah blah blah. And I was just like, "Who are these fucking losers?" Oh my god! But they, it didn't. But
1: what the guy was saying didn't even make any no, sense. It was terrible. By the way, he wasn't
2: even. They were such nerds.
1: Oh my god! But remember, they kept this one guy that was sitting next to us that was like taking notes off the fucking page, <laughs> kept raising his hand, and we were like, "What? What questions do you have?" Like, we just want this to be over. Why are you asking? And he's like, "I did a open mic once, and I duh, 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 duh. and like it. Whatever he was saying was like." He was asking, like, the dumbest, lamest questions. I, You know who, what I think right now? I decided. He was a plant. Because the amount oh, of questions that he had... That could be. For fundamental basics and the way that the dude yeah. who was selling us had, like, had just, like, very fast, like, comebacks. It's almost as if he's, like well, I, I'm so happy there's a guy here that asked me the most perfect questions. Yeah. Also, he's very into everything I'm saying because he's taking notes off the page. And I'm,
2: now that I think about yeah, it... That makes sense. Because he was so like... i was I mean, really, he was like very into what was going on and like we were paying attention but I mean it was like so dumb I know and then he had some like girl come out who she was funny I guess like I don't know it was weird <laughs> it was a weird stupid class but yeah. after that we were friends
1: yeah so we, so we met through stand up and yep. even though you're not a, a stand up comedian um, we met that way so that's kind of cool because um, you kind of always said you wanted to
2: try it. Yeah, I always said I wanted to try it. And there I was might, a time you were I like, "I might still like someday." Well, when I really would have tried it, it seems unlikely now because I would have done it at O'Brien's because it was like, "Oh yeah," of our favorite bar that's closed because someone doesn't know how to fucking do renovations like a grown up. You know what's so funny? Makes me sad. You know what's so funny? Um, Jenna and I,
1: because uh, Jenna Brister is on the last podcast. You know, I interviewed her. We talked about you, and then but we all and and. In the same um, story as O'Brien's, like we didn't talk about you like the whole no, time. It's not that's weird, but like it wasn't like a podcast about Brooke, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but we did talk about O'Brien's a lot, and I and I just have to think for our for the, like the people that listen to this, they're like, these bitches are up. I just burped into the microphone. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> It smells like a hamburger. That's um, so gross. <laughs> no one would have known. I know, but... I just, it,
2: like, not told anybody what it smelled like. It would have been Well, fun. I don't care.
1: And I, want, I wanted people to know what my burp smelled like, because I just burped right into the microphone, which is so gross. But, um we talked so much about O'Brien's that people are like, these bitches love this place called O'Brien's. <laughs> like, and for people that don't live in L.A., I you know. know, like, nobody cares, but we it, it really was, like, our place.
2: It was our place, and I got free whiskey there a lot, which is really why I loved it. I
1: ran a show there. Smelled like Duke, but... I, it was the second... I know. The it was ba- home. The bathroom smelled like pee. Actually, the room we did stand up in smelled like pee, yeah. but I, that's why I kind of loved it in a weird way, because I'm like, this is like a hole in the wall. It didn't smell that bad like Pete but like you know it was a dive but it yeah. was like our show I was very comfortable there and it's only the <gasps> second show I've ever run and then probably oh. like the re- the most real first show I ran because the other yeah. one at the comedy store was like very short lived and I didn't. it wasn't even my show I just helped I like co-produced it but so it was like it helped, me, it helped me teach me how to be a better host and Jenna taught me a lot because she used to run the last Thursday and I ran the first Thursday Yeah, and I basically told her on the podcast when we were talking about it I was like I watched how good of a host you were and like how you interacted with the audience and i basically just copied everything you did even to this day um with my basement comedy show that i run at the victorian that i just had last night next one is july 17th for west siders but anyways (laughs) um sponsored on behalf of basement comedy um but i like copied a lot of the things that i learned at o'brien's from other hosts and stuff and then i also like got to know a lot of comedians because i could like hook them up with a yeah. show, but yeah. it was yeah, O'Brien's was cool. But you were you would have tried it there, yeah, and I Rachel tried it there. It was comfortable. And Rachel, um, my the girl who used to host with me on the podcast. Just for any new listeners that don't know, um, because we like she's a host and I'm a comedian. We had always talked about maybe having her try comedy because that's not uncommon. You know, when it's a yeah. it was some like a, a some sort of a personality and then a. Um, comedian mix like you know the fighter and the kid do it like yeah. brian callen's co-host like became a comedian as a result of the podcast and so she, that was the place where she would have done it but because it's not yeah. it's not threatening
2: yeah there's no, and no like, pressure the crowd was always like super warm it's mostly just our friends and it was like mostly people that we knew and like i don't know i was always like significantly drunk yeah so it would have been like better it would have been better it was looser
1: well if you still want to try it i just got a hold of a, a shitload of um, open mics on the west side that I didn't know about oh and um, I don't know maybe if we ever want to do it we can, che- we can check them out since you came used to come to my open mics because
2: you're supportive I know I went to your first one
1: I know you were at my first comedy show ever in LA and I was so nervous and I we hadn't really even been friends for that long but I think our, our, our friendship was built initially how we connected was through comedy mm. and I think that's how we got close so fast because we met at a stand-up comedian stand-up comedy bullshit workshop that we all like made fun of but then after that we like you were friends with my roommate Bridget and then um you would like come over sometimes and then we would connect on comedy and then um you kind of like helped me when I was like first going through the scene with like you know, I could run my jokes on you, and we like went yeah. out to dinner, and we like write bits and stuff.
2: And, yeah, and smoke weed, and then come up with stuff. Yeah, and we That's still fun. do that. We still do. We still smoke weed now,
1: and we still come <laughs> up with bits, more sketches that we'll never yeah. shoot, probably. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like all this stuff is gonna ha- that we come up with. Like I write it down too on my phone, and I, I do want you to send me that thing on the sayings. But I, I also, will. but I want, but I think there's a home for it since you're a producer and you uh, like write stuff too, yeah. and you know when you you know might maybe develop some of your own stuff in the future i feel like if it's comedy related like some of these things are just going to be like a quirky character or something so like maybe there's not an episode about a person who's bad at sayings because that's yeah. fucking retarded and it's like nobody's <laughs> like, gonna watch that show it runs out of content in like two episodes <laughs> um but maybe there's a quirky character somewhere in like some, one of our yeah. future you know pieces of work
2: i where feel like it's like a grandpa or a grandma See, I think it's funnier that More it's... like a neighbor.
1: I think it's funnier that it's somebody like our age because like with a grand... But, you know, it could be funny if it was a grandma, but that's something you expect from a grandma yeah, I guess A grandpa because they're always very forgetful. So I feel like that doesn't make them like any different than like a funny grandma or grandpa, but like a person our age... That does it. Because I'm actually a real person that does it. So, yeah, <laughs> I mean, sure. and it always is
2: funny. <laughs> That's and, true. It and, is just you doing it. So, I could just
1: be like... Yeah. But there's a home for, like, all this weird shit that we write down. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so, yeah. Like, the beginning of our friendship was connected based on comedies, which is pretty cool. And you never know. You still might do stand-up one I day. Might.
2: I might try it still.
1: But you're, like... M- your world is more in, in producing. And- yeah. And so, you, like, started in news. I know that. You, like...
2: Yeah, I started. Cut your teeth in it. It was the first job I got out of college. And I knew I didn't want to work in an office and I didn't want to dress up. Those were two Mm -hmm. things. And then I was able to, like, get a photog job where I had an NBC affiliate in the town I grew up in. And that was super fun because I got to run around and, like, shoot stuff. And, like, I don't know. I just got to be creative. Like, it was my first outlet for creativity. But then it got, like, kind of old I did win a Murrow award though for what's that who cares about news what's that an Edward R Murrow award it's like um, it's very high and like it's like below an Emmy that's awesome so like if you have an Emmy I won that f- me and Bridget Shanahan I Uh, love her. Yeah, we won for an investigative journalism piece about a shysty Canadian company who had been promising to like bring a business to New York for like 10 years. (laughs) And everybody was like, they're coming, they're coming, they're (laughs) coming. And we were like, this shit is not happening, people. Oh my God, leave it to Canada. Yeah, it was fucking Quebec yeah I don't know but you know how I feel about Quebec
1: I know how you feel <laughs> so. about And I, I know you have um, yeah you have a lot about of Kémecois. strong you have a lot of strong feeling, feelings about Montreal I am
2: a Canadians fan though
1: I was going to say, Despite you, you said in that. the town you grew up in, like, yeah. I just always feel like it's Canada.
2: It's not. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's You're... very close. It's like 20 miles from It's okay. From I wouldn't admit
1: if I was a Canadian either if I was no, Canadian. I like
2: I like all the other provinces. Yeah, I like... Uh... And I mean, I like Quebec during oh. hockey games.
1: I mean, no. I mean, explain why I always make funny for Canada, though. Um, for because Canada, I use you...
2: Canadian words that, like, toque, which is like a beanie. But it's called a toque, and, oh my God. and so that's I say the that, that and no one ever word. knows what I'm talking about. You're a toque, and I'm like I love maple syrup a lot. Yeah, you're really that's like, like very y though too. I was born in Vermont, so
1: yeah. Oh. But I mean, I also call, say you're Canadian because um, you are um, like from Canada. I mean, no Plattsburgh, New York,
2: Plattsburgh. Yeah, where that's those, what I'm trying yeah. to get.
1: That was the point I was trying to get to. Oh, okay. I was not trying to tell you where you were from though. I just, no, it's
2: like, but Plattsburg, it's very close. Plattsburgh is like. Like up that up north, that far up north, we don't measure things in miles and how long it takes to get there. So how far are you from Canada? Like 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> you're you're Canadian border. You
1: are to Canada what I am to Philadelphia because I grew up in South Jersey. Yes. Except I say I'm from Philadelphia, oh. but you don't own Canada. I mean, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's the same thing. No, I'm just no saying.
2: but also you're like saying you're from South oh. Jersey and Philly has confused me for a very long time finally well because i'm from south jersey
1: but it's right it's the oh. greater philadelphia area it's just another state um, and we've got our third little bitch here who i'm gonna have to put in time out um callie oh. barking at the mirror now she's barking at the <laughs> mirror
2: um i was talking about how when i first met you i was always like super confused and thought you were full of shit or were trying to like pull some like shady business <laughs> because you're like i'm from south jersey no i'm from philly But I'm a Philly fan, but why aren't you a Giants fan if you're from Jersey? Like, the whole... That's why I say I'm from Philly, because... Confuse me. That's why I say I'm from Philly, because
1: people will say, oh, New Jersey, you're a Giants fan, you're New York. And I'm like, no i i am not there and be, and unless you're from that area and you know the tri-state area which most people don't it's not even worth explaining yeah, yeah so yeah. i just say i'm from philly because i grew up my whole family's from philly like my you know all the fucking people that came over on the boat from other countries came <laughs> migrated to philly we built our whole family in philly my dad grew up in Philly. Um, and then my grandparents uh, moved to the burbs of Philly to not live in the city. And if you go um, Main Line or you go on the other side in Pennsylvania, that's you could eas- more easily say that because you're from Philly because it's Pennsylvania. Yeah. But and or you go across the bridge to New Jersey, <laughs> and in Southern Jersey is a suburb of Philadelphia. So I grew up about 15 to 20 minutes outside of the city. And South Jersey is Philadelphia in terms of like that's our city, that's where we go, you know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, so it's almost like, but it's also confusing because it's like technically I grew up in a different state than Pennsylvania. So
2: yeah, Yeah, it was very confusing. Well, now you understand. Now I understand. And And people ask me, they're like, "Where's she from?" South Jersey. South Jersey.
1: Yeah, but if you're from that area, people get really excited because yeah. they know South Jersey, and they're like, "Nobody understands South Jersey." I'm like, "Just say you're from Philly," and most people do. <laughs> I run into this all the time, and Nobody you know, I, you know, I have like my Eagles crew, like Tom, our yeah. friends Tommy and Dante, and they tell people that unless if they they, they say different things to different people depending on who,
2: well, Tommy who they're talking AC, to. Yeah,
1: right? but he says that to people that like when we're out watching Eagles games like because we usually watch with mostly Eagles fans because if you're an Eagles fan you probably are from somewhere in, yeah. in, that, vic- in that you know area. the tri-state area but if he's talking to somebody that's from California he'll say I'm from Philly yeah because it's just easier you yeah. know because it's like that's basically who we are like what our culture is what our customs are like all that stuff if you start saying Jersey people are like oh you grew up in New York we're like no we did not like and New York would not take people from Jersey
2: in any way that claim that they grew up in New York
1: well, I mean, no, I mean, that just be mad. just meaning like when people say when people grew up in Jersey and say like, oh yeah, I grew up going to the city. They're usually I mean, talking like New about York New York, and that's not the city that we're talking no, about. I know. So how that's far, why, yeah. How
2: far is Philly from New York?
1: Uh,
2: it's city. about three hours. All right, it's not that far. Thru- I've never been to that's Philly. Like, nope, I don't know why. I you mean, should. No, I would love to go. I like going to all the cities. Like, I like going to places I've never been, and I hadn't. Like I would go home with you sometime. I just have never knew anybody there and I had no reason to really go.
1: Well, I mean, now you you know me. Now <laughs> I do know you.
2: So next time you go back,
1: i um, like, well, now you know me. I'll just go with you. Uh, <laughs> hey Brooke, you know me. Did you know that? <laughs> But I mean, we're both like from pretty like diehard sports cities, yeah. you know, so you can understand like, even though you don't like Philly fans, you can understand except for me because you love me. Yes, I do love you. but you, I love Tommy. Yeah. You can understand like the passion because you grew up with a very similar type of yes. passion. Like, like I would compare us um, more to each other as having more in common yeah. versus like an san diego chargers fan i yeah. mean just to be honest because no, it's true they're all like we think because, we like
2: them because like really well yes of course california fans we won't even like get into no that. no let's but not th- i mean really like my dad is a chicago bears fan which oh, I, I didn't know your dad yeah, was a bears my dad <gasps> fan. is the only one that, i
1: always assumed your whole family were dying no giants. My
2: mom is a giants fan and my grandfather was a giants fan my mom's father and that's why i looked i looked really hard for it because i was going to wear it today why? um but when he died like and we were cleaning out his house he would wear like All of his Giants apparel at the same time when they were playing on Sunday. Oh, my God. So he'd wear, like, his Giants sweatpants with Giants boxers, like, over them with, like, a Giants sweatshirt with, like, a Giants t-shirt on top of that with a Giants hat and his Giants slippers, like, I mean, that just sounds, like, really sweaty. Well, it's very cold where we grew up. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because it's like Canada. Yeah, because it's like Canada. Because you're from Canada. But my dad is a (laughs) Chicago fan, and I don't even know why he's a Chicago fan. On his side of the family, there's not, like, a very big, like, passion for football, But my mom's side, there was, and so all of my entire maternal side are Giants fans. Like we go to Giants games, we're like fucking roll thirty deep with like everybody bringing all the food, and like we go, we do that a lot. Like when I lived in New York, we did that, you know. But it was, but when he died, we were cleaning out his house. Somebody, I think it was my aunt Jamie, that was like, oh, Pop's like Giants sweatsuit, like. Oh, like, what are we going to do? And I was like, I want it.
1: Is that the j- jacket you wear, too? No, that's just
2: my sweet satin starter jacket oh. I got a couple years ago. Because that looks like it would be like a, somebody's grandpa's no. jacket. <laughs> <laughs> you wish you had a fucking Philly satin starter jacket. My
1: dad has one, but he, he's still going to wear it for now. You I had one when
2: I was little. Yeah. Like, my sister and I both did, and my mom, like, a few years ago, like, bought us them again. They're, it's so warm. I can hardly wear it here, because it's, like, wilted.
1: <laughs> it's so warm. I know. It doesn't get cold enough for all of our no. cold weather gear. Like, I have an Eagles um, hat. I have a Took. Took. Took, whatever. <laughs> um, I'm never using that. I am just I just did it for the, the podcast.
2: Anyway, it's,
1: like, and it's too hot. It's, like, too hot to wear it. You know it. what
2: I do wear it, which... And like, I'll wear it if I go surfing in the winter. I'll bring it to like put on after surfing. And like, I've been with friends and they're like, who are surfers and they're like, what is this fucking ensemble? You is know? it the giant's hat with the pom pom? I well yeah. Yeah. No. I see. And I have like the satin starter jacket because it's so warm when you get out of the oh, water. Wow. Like you don't even look like a you don't look like a surfer at all. And I was like, Well, I don't know what to tell you. Well, you're making your grandpa proud. You're making pop's proud. I am. I I know. That sweatsuit's from made in the USA. It's from like nineteen eighty six. That's awesome. It's So old and Nothing's awesome. made in it. the USA anymore. I know. That's why I was like, oh. And it lasted this long. But, you know,
1: you're making him proud because if you're, like, that's, like, what you're wearing, all the stuff, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, he wore all the stuff, you know? Yeah, he did. He is, pr- he is proud. But even though he wore all the stuff, I mean, I know it's cold where you grew up, but it's not like you're sitting outside watching games. No.
2: I don't know why he <laughs> wore all the stuff. And I mean, like, there's, like, fucking 60 people in my family like everybody's packed in there I don't know how he wore all that stuff
1: well that's that's cool so but like what's like a do you have like a cool like family giants memory because that's
2: like one of them that's a cool memory like that's your a your cool memory um probably I remember I was young so I don't I remember them being in the Super Bowl I don't remember what year it was or whatever but I remember like being very young and like my aunts and um everybody, like, being very excited. And, like, mm-hmm. I, it was before I was, like, I was too young to, like, care about football. How old do you think you are, here? like, ish? Probably, like, six. Six or I get seven. confused
1: about my age, like, like for how old I was for things between the yeah. ages of like five, six, and like oh, what, 12. Yeah. I'm like, you can't even tell how old you were in, yeah. during that time. But so you were like six, you think? Yeah. Oh, wow. You were yeah, really, I was really young. really little.
2: And my grandmother was a Packers fan. That was like a weird anomaly. So it was like my grandfather, all of the kids, all the cousins, Giants fans. My grandmother, Packer fan. she from Wisconsin or something? No, she's not from Wisconsin. <laughs> Do you like how I just said Wisconsin? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was always like, why? And there's always one. Mom was like, I don't know. She always was. There's so, always one or two in every family. My you mom's know? like, we'll root for the Packers, like, if the Giants are out and, like, whatever. Weird. I know. And I don't, like, my brother-in-law's a Packers fan. And I don't weird. love it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, is he, is he from Wisconsin? No. His okay. whole
2: family's Giants fans. Okay. Except for him. I, we not
1: <laughs> These people don't make sense to me, I you know? know. Uh, most people are, that are like that are Cowboys fans, actually. Yeah, All these people that aren't even from Dallas. That, like, for some oh. reason love the fucking Cowboys, and we're like... I'm like, why do you want to own that team when you're not even from Dallas? Like,
2: it's because I just can't stand them. Two of my cousins, my cousins Nick and Zach... <gasps> they're Cowboys fans? No, but their paternal... But their father's mother is from Texas, and so there was this period of time between the ages... They're very close in age, I do like your part, where there was a three-year period where their grandmother, like, they were young. They were maybe, like, seven and eight... They were cowboys fans and we have all these pictures of them in cowboy starter jackets that we like to like bust out oh my god like, oh remember when you guys were Cowboys fans <laughs> for like a year you guys were like so cool you just were like decided to not be <laughs> Giants fans and you were Cowboys fans for 3 years sweet starter jacket and then they went back to the Giants and then they were like yeah they get pissed do that they was... pretend like it never
1: happened yeah, they, they were like that was a really yes. difficult period in our life <laughs> they do pretend. we blacked out the years uh, we block out the years that we were 10 and 11 and, and we were making we terrible it choices and they get pissed when we bring it's it up it's so weird but i feel like that's like cowboy fan like um Like rationale a lot, but I, you know, but just because a lot of people are Cowboys fans, and then I ask them, my my next question is, are you from Dallas? And then they they usually say no, and then I'll say, okay, are you from Texas? And then I don't, they don't they don't always say no, but a lot of times I feel like they say no, and then I'm like, okay, then how do you like you can answer this right because we we are both very passionate about the teams and not just football I mean I I I do love football the most so I tend to talk about the Eagles a lot but um, and that's what we talk my brother and I talk about in Philly Bro Talk and we're like I mean we want to talk about other stuff but we just love talking about the Eagles but like we grew up because our family was you know diehard Philadelphia Eagles fans and your family is diehard Giants fans like based on what you just described and your grandpa's like you know literally killing himself with clothes you know (laughs) (laughs) I mean it doesn't get much more diehard than that but you also grew up in new york and i grew up in yeah. philly I- area yeah. and so we understand where that passion comes from can you uh, like how how do you feel that same passion when that's not your like background on why you love a team you know you grew up in fucking florida and all of a sudden you're like a cowboys fan and your your family's not a cowboys fan like how can you even be a real fan of the Of Dallas, you know? I don't
2: think you are. I think you are an easy target for propaganda because guess what? They're not America's fucking team. They're not. They're not. Just because someone tells you they are. Oh my God, you just got so angry. They're not. You know, I feel very sad. I know. They're not. they're don't not america's team. team.
1: They're not America's team. Because also, I don't I have always been so angry about that. And by the way, this whole Dallas hatred is completely hijacked your like lovely <laughs> Giants memory. <laughs> but but we'll go back to that in a second. But that's why I don't get it. Like I don't like front runner fans because I'm like, you know what? I it's like same thing with, like, 49ers. I always remember kids wearing starter jackets for Niners. Don't you yeah. remember that? Because they were cool colors, and they yeah. were, like, gold and red. But then also, like, Joe Montana was the shit, yes. and they had a dynasty. And everybody in the world was a Niners fan. But, like, I feel like none of those people are still Niners fans. But people... I agree. So it's like, why are you owning a team that hasn't won a fucking Super Bowl in, in two decades yeah. um, and has the stupidest, like, general manager... Like who like comes out and does like dumb dances and like he sucks because yeah. he's like and and a team where they've only gone to like two fucking they've only, only won like two to, yeah in seventeen years Brooke, and this I know the stats really well right now because I just got into an argument with um, Brett Ernst <laughs> who is a Dallas Cowboys fan I know and I he shits that. on the Eagles all the time and in seventeen years they have gone to two or uh, they've won two playoff games yeah and. So when I said because I did a skit where I remember I dressed up like oh yeah you were there you threw a dildo at my face I I, I dress (laughs) up like Jerry Jones and if you if you go to um, our Facebook page or like Instagram for playing with balls you can find it Um, it's 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 a couple from definitely like five six months ago or something but I dressed up like Jerry Jones and it was the one time I was like Brooke I need your help but I feel like you're gonna like it because I'm gonna dress up like Jerry Jones and you get to hit me in the face with a dildo and I feel like on multiple levels. You were very happy about it that opportunity. So I feel like it was the one time when you were like, Well, I have to work. You're like, nope, I'll be there. Yeah. And so you threw a dildo <laughs> at my face like 20 times while we were filming. I
2: love your outfit as Jerry Jones. Oh my god, it, it was, was so, so weird.
1: stupid. <laughs> I I and then I like forgot that I had a manicure, so I forgot to put my hands in my pockets. So I've like like orange nails or something i don't even like really wear like that kind of nail polish but my wig and then like rachel's like interviewing me and i'm like yeah rachel i'm jerry jones (laughs) and then you hit like harry Carey. i know and then you hit me in the face with a dildo it's i know it's my southern accent and i'm oh i've never pretended to be an impressionist and then you were and then i was like what the hell (laughs) and then she was like is that a dildo um and I was like all pissed and then <laughs> anyway I sent it to Brett Ernst and I was like whatever here's a skit here's a sketch of Jerry Jones getting hit in the face with a dildo <laughs> and I just sent it to him and then um, when he was like whatever this whatever that and I was like well just like Jerry Jones when Jerry Jones got hit in the face with a dick um it's the same amount it's I it was like the something like the Cowboys haven't um done dick in the last 17 years or something and he was like. We have two playoff games. Um, Know your stats. And I was like, well, what's your interpretation of
2: Dick? Because I think (laughs) that's nothing. Nothing. Two out of seventeen. The the first round of the playoffs twice. I just think it's funny. I just think it's funny that he could talk shit and go back. Oh,
1: you guys don't have any rings. Like blah blah blah. Like you guys suck. I'm like, okay. Well, at least I've been alive to see like eight conference championships. When's the last time you saw one? I can't even remember because I was like two.
2: Who did they play this past year that Uh that good game? I forget. Best game when they attacked. It was one of the best games. Um, they got beat, which made me so happy. They were playing Green Bay, Green Bay Packers. You're yeah. right, yeah. And they like, Green Bay killed them. Yeah. right. Or it was t- it was close, but which is it was a good also
1: game. which is they say there's like a curse in Philly. I think Dallas has a curse because they haven't made it past their first playoff game, and the 2000s. In the 2000s,
2: well, I think yeah, they probably are cursed. I think Texas is a curse. Yeah, Texas like, scares general. me to be honest. You know, I there's parts of
1: Texas I really like. Like, I love Austin. I would like
2: to go to Austin. That's Austin's really the cool ass, ass shit. It
1: it's it's like it's like cool. It's just like Nashville, yeah, but with less fucking bridal showers or bri- or bachelorette, <laughs> <laughs> bachelorette parties. parties. Oh man, in Nashville, every five seconds that loser bus. I actually had to do it, too. The, oh, oh, the bar The cycle. pedal thing. Ugh. It is so much work, Brooke.
2: It's I that, have it's... as much hatred for the bar cycle as I do for the Dallas Cowboys. Do you
1: know how much you have to pedal on the bar cycle I mean... um, and for you to go so slow? And I had to do it because all my wonderful girlfriends from Clemson who... Who thought it was cool And I don't want to talk shit But I was like It was the one thing I did not want to do I die. hurt my ankle the night before Because I was walking up a hill In a in high heels When I was drunk And then my ankle was all fat The next day So they didn't make me pedal And I just would see My poor friend She smokes cigs for breakfast She's like <laughs> totally out of shape And she does not exercise a lot And I love her I'm not going to her name or anything because um who cares? But like, I just talked shit on my friend. Oops, I'm sorry. I know. I was. Like, I know. Stop now, talking and now I'm ta- and I, I hear myself talking <laughs> shit on my friend. I'm like, whoops. About it. Well, anyway, she, I felt so bad for her because she was sweating her fucking <laughs> ass off. She she's like, I want to kill whoever signed us up for this. And to see how slow we were going in re- in relation to how much work she was putting in, I was like embarrassed. I mean, you see it on Main Street all the time. And then they're they're, they're playing Shania Twain, and people are just watching us. And you can't avoid <laughs> their like awkward like um, stares at us because we're going so slow. Yeah. That when people are gawking at us, it takes you're just like, it takes about five minutes to get away from their line of sight. So you're just <laughs> like yep i'm an asshole that's 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 what i'm doing
2: did you just get hammered on it i I did i
1: got hammered because in your position i did and i just sat there and drank the whole time and there was one time when i made I might have tried to um start uh like start something about smoking cigarettes but um there was like (laughs) one guy on there that was like no i was like hey I'm going to smoke a cigarette for like 2 seconds cuz it wasn't just our friends it was like oh, other people too that's I was even like
2: "We're strangers on a terrible were, thing and they were old Ew.
1: it was so dumb <laughs> I don't mean ill I know I know but like but, it was weird
2: but don't anyway you like,
1: strangers that much
2: Aust- I know it's you know I mean and you have to talk uh, to them while you're doing something miserable
1: you know like, I'm I'm very sociable but sometimes if I'm like that was a situation where I didn't want to talk to anybody cuz I was just trying to work through how embarrassed I was <laughs> and I just did, wasn't feeling it so my ankle hurt. I was hungover from the night before. The guy was like, no. And, I, and they're all like, so, like, girly, where are you from? And I'm just like, hey, Grandpa, I don't feel like talking right now, okay? My ankle hurts. Like, I'm going to smoke a cigarette. And then he's like, well, it's bad for your lungs. So I'm like, all right, well, this is the worst thing I've ever been on in my life. <laughs> but anyway, Austin doesn't have that, from what I can remember, but they do have good music, like I know, and they have South
2: by Southwest, I would yeah. like to go to, and Austin City Limits. Oh, Isn't yeah. that where South by yeah. Southwest ACL. Is? Yep. But Yeah, ACL, yep. Yeah, but that's not the same thing, though, right? No, they're different. But
1: Oh, oh do you know when I'm in London. Oh, I'm going to London tomorrow. Um, You already knew that. But no, when I, I go, know. have you ever heard of Glastonbury? Yes. that's The music festival? That's this weekend. I'm going to oh. be there for that, and Andrew kept telling me I can get us music, I
2: can you get us go. tickets. Oh, That's a big fucking
1: but deal. But, I'm there to see my friends, and I know Tiffany and... um. Chris wouldn't be into it. And I'm only going to see him for like four minutes. But yeah. I kind of like went back and forth because I'm like, I've heard that's awesome. It's a really good, I mean, I've never been, obviously. But, but... I mean, it's a, but a music festival is always such a shit show, too. Yeah, and I, I don't
2: love them. Really, I don't think honestly. I'm in the mood
1: for that right now. I mean, when's the last time I went to a music festival? It really got on my nerves. That's how you know you're getting old. <laughs>
2: it was when it wasn't that bad. Wait. We had fun. Uh... It was Ohana Festival. that
1: was. That's oh, that festival, was amazing. Though. That oh. was amazing. But, but that yeah. was, okay, that was a very chill. Yeah. Um, I mean, it
2: was in the California and Eddie Vedder. We, and
1: like, it was on the beach. I mean, most music festivals are not on the beach. and
2: like, yeah, it was on the beach and like. we, we It was called garden.
1: Doheny State Beach and it was called the Ohana Music Festival. Yep. Yeah. And we got to see my favorite ever, even though yes. he didn't play my, the song I wanted him to play, but Eddie Vedder. I died. I got to
2: see Kelly Slater play guitar with him. Oh my god, that was so was cool. Dope. I
1: still have those videos. Kelly Slater. And then you and I got lost in in a butterfly <laughs> garden. For...
2: what food did we buy? What Remember did... we bought like street... The only thing that was
1: open, we bought street like, meat. We
2: bought like street meat and ate it in a butterfly garden.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Remember we were so hungry and so then found... I was like trying to find stuff for us in my purse. <laughs> Remember cuz we were snapchatting it and you you snapchatted, we snapchatted it. And you ate like crackers out of my purse because you're like, give me those crackers. I'm so was hungry. So hungry. I, I feel mean, like I always put so crackers drunk. in my purse, like like an old lady, like because my grandma used to do that. Yeah, and my mom does it, and then. Um, everyone always makes fun of me it's um, two for two at a music festival and then um, I'm chances are uh, about five hours later I'm with someone who's super high and eats the cracker. either they're like give me those crackers in your purse I'm like see yeah, aren't you glad I put them there
2: all we ate all I ate prior to it was that tuna fish out of a vending machine which is disgusting <laughs> it's so gross it tasted good though yeah, I but mean it's whatever, fine. It whatever, fine. who cares? It was, it, it was fine. I mean, tuna fish awesome. out
1: of a vending machine and street meat. I mean, it's it sounds, we're surviving. We're not dying, you know. We're still just
2: like two drunk assholes. Yeah, work. we're we're
1: still here to talk about it. That was so fun, though. Oh my god, and that drive home was so fun because it was like <laughs> on the coast and yeah, everything. It was so pretty. Um, but anyway, yeah, I'm uh,
2: so hungover. that
1: no, that was great. That wasn't a real music festival. No. That was just like a great concert. And no. I forget who else was playing I earlier. That Elvis Costello. I don't love music
2: festivals because I don't like being around like (gasps) I get very annoyed by
0: everything around me especially like
2: I'll be fine for a minute and then I just hit a point where I'm like I hate this and I need to get out of it right now and you can't get yeah. out of it like well, are stuck so. so I went
1: to Bottle Rock oh, in cool. Napa oh, yeah. um, about three months before that's the last time I went to a that's like, like a, a two
2: day right
1: yeah I went to a I went to the the one day that was like I was the most uninterested in but the only people that wanted to go with me wanted to see Red Hot Chili Peppers and I well, never you saw them want to see them yeah I They're do I, I do but yeah. like the headliners the other days I was more interested in because they were more like Lana Del Rey and like my kind of uh, Florence and the Machine rather oh. uh, Lana Del Rey was at uh the ohana chili
2: peppers must have been really good though
1: they were but the problem was everybody was like it was so crowded everybody was like 22 and if you didn't get to the concert you wanted to go to like an hour and a half before it started which we never did because the two people i was with bless her heart i love my friend megan she's going to london with me they were on they had this like agenda they had they had our whole fucking day mapped out, and oh, i'm gosh. like, I just like to like smoke a little weed and like get lost yeah. you know i can't I can't be scheduled i don't yeah, like that I don't like being especially when I'm like you know in a crowded place where everybody's an asshole, and so it we didn't get to all the concerts an hour and a half in advance because we were we went to see three thousand different people because because yeah. we, they were making me and so at one point i told him i had to go to the bathroom and i just left them for like two hours and they're like where are you i was like i'm sitting in a field somewhere and it's wonderful (laughs) (laughs) because i i can't deal with this anymore because everybody crowds up close to the stage you can't get in there yeah but it was very important to my two lovely friends to get in there because they had to get all the experience of being in there and I don't need to be in there.
2: No, I don't need to be in there. I don't need I to be, be in, in there. Hear the music. There's very few people I would need to be in there for. And Eddie Vedder. Really, we actually, one. we
1: made our, we warmed our way in for Eddie We Better. got in
2: for Eddie Vedder and that was dope. And oh, I didn't I even really want to so go to much. that, but you bought my ticket, which I still owe you money for. It's okay. <laughs> but, but it was very beautiful. It was a beautiful experience. And uh-huh. I would like, um, get, if Eminem was playing anywhere, I would fucking... Punch someone in the face to be next. to I would go with you to that. I love Eminem. I know, or Springsteen. I've
1: been kind of. Ooh, I've never <gasps> seen. I think he's somebody you should see. You've never seen Springsteen. I've never seen oh Springsteen, God. even though I'm from. It's so good. The Greater Philadelphia area. He's on the best show I've heard. My I parents always it. loved I've him. Seen him. Twice. I've always wanted to see him and Billy Joel, and I actually got really pissed because Billy Joel was just here. At I know. The, we uh, played Dodger uh, Stadium at Dodger Stadium, and I didn't know until I saw it on Instagram, and it was like happening. I was yeah. like happening while I. Bleh, yeah found out. But I'm not good at staying on top of that stuff. I just went to see The Dead and Company which is probably one of the best concerts I've seen. Eddie Vedder and The Dead and Company are the best concerts I've seen in the last five years. Like, maybe yeah. more. Because I fucking love The Grateful Dead so much and John Mayer's so good. And, and they also have a lot of really... Well, I don't... I never liked John Mayer. I thought he was a douchebag but I loved him in this role because he can play the fucking guitar. And he I know. stands he, he, yeah, on I his know. own two feet. No, I know.
2: He's an amazing, like... I hate John Mayer, um, but I, he is a guitar god and he can shred. I I, sure. I didn't
1: like him when he was like, oh, douche. Remember, like yeah. five years ago, he was like, oh, like a fuck, Jessica Simpson. He was being like a dick and stuff, like on social media, and we were all like, yo, why are you, why are you such a dick? Like, yeah. no one even likes my body is your Wonderland or whatever that shit yeah. is, you know. But he's really like legit and i also he's really into comedy too because he pop, remember i told you or you were there or no, or i, I told there. you um yeah. one of the roast battles that i did at the comedy store i wasn't in it but he popped into the room as a guest judge i was oh, right. and i was like as far away yeah. from i am as you right now which is like you know a yeah. dining room table length from john mayer and i like got to see him up close and i'm like oh my god he is he really is good looking i mean that guy doing okay in the face yeah i know <laughs> but anyway um i want to get back to your story about the giants you were going to tell oh, your family story
2: oh i mean that was it really because i don't really like remember except for when we went to actually the first nfl game i went to in uh met life mm-hmm. They were playing the Eagles, and we all went down in, like, five cars. Wait, this is the first game ever you went to? Yeah, it was the first one I ever went to. Oh, that's cool. So you played— it was all my aunts and uncles and cousins and my cousin— I don't know if you remember or if they even still had one, but the NFL had these, like, face masks that were elastic that were, like, perforated, and you could get, like, the quarterback's face— on yes, your face? Yeah. So my cousin had an Eli Manning on. We never, oh my God. It pro- was so fucking weird. Your, Eli
1: Manning's face, it you know how so I feel? Weird. Okay, you know how I feel about Eli Manning's face? I've even done stand up bits about it. So that face on somebody else's face is like probably
2: like the silliest. <laughs> my cousin Keegan had it and he like fucking it. It was was fucking so fucking funny. Looking thing but I've ever heard of. We got trashed. Oh, and I bought my favorite shirt that I have cut into a tank top now, and it was Michael Vick was a quarterback. Um, At the time, and what's your favorite shirt? It says "Eagles suck, Mick swallows," and I still oh. have it, but I can't wear it in public. I can
1: only really wear it. To I the beach. I have never even seen this dumbass shirt, and I never want to see
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't wear that shirt
1: in my presence.
2: <laughs> but the Giants lost like terribly, and we were. I was smoking weed in the porta potty, and my mom got mad. But we also had, like lasagna. It was, and we were trash. I was tr- so drunk. Wait, at you game. ate lasagna in a porta potty? No, at the tailgate because oh. we had like. The biggest bougiest is oh. fucking because cause only somebody like wearing other.
1: a shirt that says that thing about Vic would eat lasagna in a porta potty is what I, I was thinking. Bought it in the and be from bought. Canada too. <laughs> <laughs> But, but I do have to appreciate your, your like, passion around sports. And that's why I, like, it's fun to talk shit to you, especially when you're at work and you get all pissed. I am at work right now. I cannot
0: respond to you. I do not have time for your... I do not have time for this. nonsense.
1: Yeah, for this tomfoolery. And But you, but it's because you have the passion because sports is a big part of your life, you know? Like, you were an athlete growing up, as was I. We yeah. both played softball. We were on a softball team together. Mm-hmm. Our softball team, the Sticky Mitts. Sticky Mitts. R.I.P. We got disqualified. From the league for drinking and smoking. From the championship game, game. that we were gonna win. We were gonna I win know. the whole fucking thing. I was so pissed because I we I was too good I, when d- we were drunk. I, did miss, I had to miss the game before it. <laughs> so I was like, yes, I can at least make it for the championship and then we got fucking disqualified. But we've played softball together, but like we've always like talked about how like sports is like, you know, a big yeah. part of our life. And I think just based on anybody that can, that hears us talk, like we definitely like weren't like the kids that grew up like being like I'm going to be a ballerina one day. Oh no! I, mean, I took
2: ballet, tap, and gymnastics when I was little, and I hated it except for gymnastics. I,
1: I mean, if anything, it. I think we like talk like sa- curse like sailors yeah, and like I'm too like we're drinking whiskey right too, now. Too like aggressive.
2: I was like yeah, couldn't do anything like dainty and refined. No way. It was I, hard, I would never is... say that about you.
0: <laughs> You're
1: so dainty, <laughs> but like it's it's played a big part. Like, of like, you know, adult life, like being a sports fan, having the passion around like the fucking Yankees for you, not me. Yeah. I'm not a fucking Yankees fan. But, but also, I don't like the Mets either though, but also the Giants oh, yes. and hockey, like you're yeah. a huge hockey fan yeah because you're from Canada, fan. so I like, know that. Like people in Canada love hockey. My sister
2: played hockey um, for Elmira, which Did is a D1 school in New York. Oh, cool. She played on oh, the yeah, first um, women's team. She went to college on a hockey scholarship and my dad played on like Plattsburgh State where I went to college. He played on their first varsity team. And yeah, we I fucking love hockey. It's fun. It's my favorite sport to watch live for sure.
1: I um I was just going to say um one of my baller stories, which is the story that I tell at like the end, you know, we tell like towards yeah. the end of the the show here is that makes me think of is I always loved the Flyers and they the I mean I've never seen them win a Stanley Cup in, in fact I'm from Philly the only thing I've seen is the Phillies win um, the uh, championship World Series World Series uh, in. 2008 but um the last time the flyers won the stanley cup was 76 but my mom that she was a senior in high school that day so they like got off and they like there was like a parade and stuff so i heard about it but i wasn't born yet but um i always i loved the team of Lindros, and i was so into hockey when i was younger because one of the first sporting events i ever went to well, the first the first sporting events event I ever went to was um, an Eagles game, but uh, when Randall Cunningham was our quarterback. But um, hockey games were always more expensive, and like my family yeah. didn't have like a ton of money when I was like little, so we just didn't go to hockey games as much. So I always wanted to go to hockey games, but one of the um, so one of the first sporting events that I ever got to go to was this coolest thing ever. Like my friend, my favorite player on the team was Eric Desjardins, <laughs> and I actually have a picture of me somewhere and it's terrible I look like a, a piece of like I'm so ugly <laughs>
2: Can you say a piece of shit? I was gonna say a piece <laughs> of
1: shit I um, but I feel like that would have been interpreted the wrong way like I just look I'm just ugly because I was going through like the worst part of my um of my awkward stage and also I was really having a bad week because the reason my hair looks so bad in that picture is and I know it doesn't sound like it's gonna be a baller story but it kind of is Um, I tried to get the Rachel haircut Rachel from friends <laughs> But my mom took me to fucking uh, like supercuts. <laughs> she actually took me to supercuts. Is that what it's called? Like, yeah, it was, yeah, you can get an eight-dollar hairdo, <laughs> yeah. and some lady named Donna was like, "I can do the Rachel hairdo," and <laughs> oh just went God. to town on my, <laughs> oh my wig, God. and oh, it was I, I. It was I was so devastated. I mean, because I was also like in a very like you know, I just started to like boys, and I had braces, or I think I had a retainer. I can't remember, but it was like. You know, it was very important for me. I started, just started plucking my eyebrows. I didn't have a unibrow anymore, and it was very important for me to like look pretty. And I like think I tried to get the Rachel haircut because I was like in love with this guy named Justin. He was like my first boyfriend, The first guy I kissed or something. So anyway, when I, when she was done, I had like three mullets
2: oh my on my God. head. It was the
1: worst thing I ever <laughs> so saw. So bad, I cried so hard in the car on the way home. And I, my mom was like, "It's not that bad," and I was like. I'm not going to school tomorrow. And I mean, to be, I don't remember how old I was, like maybe like sixth grade or something, but I'm like to be that young and to tell your mom, you're not going to school. Like that never would have worked, but it was that bad that my mom didn't make me go to school. Oh, So she, I stayed home from school because I, there was no way I could have gone to school with this fucking awful haircut. So then she came right home from work. Cause she's a good mom. And she took me to another place that wasn't supercuts where she had a fucking coupon, like, <laughs> like a Jewish mother would. And they had to, ch- fix it and but because they cut some of the layers so high oh my God. i still had they had to cut my hair to my chin but they still had to but i still had layers above my chin because this lady was on like you must look like fucking crack when she cut my hair she's on heroin or something but they did the best they could to blend it and whatever so anyway i was having a bad week I could really have used a big win that week. And everybody knew how much I never... I loved hockey, but I'd never been to a a Flyers game. And my favorite player is Eric Desjardins. So my friend calls me and she's like, Hey, you know you had a hard week. You had a bad haircut and everything. I have an extra (laughs) ticket. And she wasn't even like my closest... Like, I wasn't her closest, closest friend. So, like, she could have asked way other people in front of me. But she's like, I have two tickets to Flyers Wives Fight for Wives event at... Um, the Spectrum is what it was called at the time. And she's like, and all the players, Lindros, everybody's going to be there. And I said, she's like, do you want to go? And I was like, hell yeah, I want to go. So it wasn't a game, but it was yeah. cool because we played games. Um, all like all, one of those cool things. Yeah. And then I met Eric Dance, And that's my picture is I have oh, it with my him. God, I wanna see that. And I was so happy, but I look like a piece of shit because <laughs> my hair on top of just everything that was going on at that time. And my face was just not great, but <laughs> So that's my baller story, because it was like, yeah, one for the home team. I got to meet Eric Desjardins. So thanks, Dana Walsh. So that's my baller story, because it's oh hockey-related.
2: God. That's so funny. I know. I had, like... A do, you, do you have a baller story? I do have a baller story. What is it? I have my baller story, I guess. It's like... Well, the fir- the first thing was that I had, like, a... Because my dad played for the college team. Um, He always had a... Like, we went to we went to Plattsburgh State Hockey Games all the time. Like, they were D3. We did that all the time. I uh-huh. remember, um, like, since we were really little, and we always loved it, and, like, my sister Carly was, like, always in love with somebody on the team who was in college. <laughs> she was such, like... I feel like I was like that. Though. A flirt at six years old. Really? Like, oh, my God, yes. And she would, like, do these, like slutty dances to Madonna. It was just like... <laughs> but she was always in love with somebody. Uh-huh. And so my dad always had like a connection to the college and he went for free because he was alumni. I'm and sure your dad didn't stuff. really like that. her. No, she loved Chris Fess. I, wherever Chris Fess is, like that was her like love for life. Yeah. But the first... And your dad's like, "Uh uh-oh, this one's going to be the slutty one. (laughs) (laughs) She's the slutty one. (laughs) Oh, my God. She's so not even the slutty one, too, which is funny. Um, Um, But So the first memory I have going to a Cardinals game was, I don't remember a lot of it. I remember going to a lot of them over the years, and we would get really mad because it was so cold because it was so close to Canada. My dad insisted on <laughs> you're not parking helping your case at the end of the parking lot, as far away from the doors as you can, so that we could leave and beat traffic. And like get what out was early. the temp? Like
1: just like paint the picture. What was the temperature? Like ten degrees. Ew. At like, What and was wind mean, chill factor?
2: Windchill easily could have been like negative 20. See, like, windchill like factor is what'll get you. Yeah. You know, just like no, in the freezing. heat, humidity is what yeah. gets you. Even when I was snowboarding, I would, I've snowboarded when it's like oh, negative oh, windchill factor wind will chill.
1: cut through your bones it's like so a cold. knife. I know. I mean, I grew up not in Canada,
2: but I had it, you know, being in New Jersey yeah. or yeah. Philly, wherever I'm from. freezing. So anyway. And um, so I re- he always took us, but I remember when it was like probably just me and my sister was a baby. And I remember like between periods when or maybe it was after the game the first memory I have my dad would bring his skates and he like knew everybody that worked there Aww. and so after the game was done and like people were clearing out and like the Zamboni driver came on he would put his skates on and he would like carry me around like I was very little like I, re- I was probably like three or four oh my like God. this is the first like memory I have of being at a Plattsburgh State hockey game um, with my dad and because he knew everybody they'd let him do it And so he'd carry me, and he'd, like, skate around the rink as, like, everybody left. Oh, my God. And I remember, like, being on his hip and just, like, I don't know, I loved it. I was, like, oh, this is so fun because I was, like, so little, and it was so cool. And he just, like, you know, knew the staff, and it's, like, a small town. and like, How old were you? I was probably, like, three or four. Oh, wow. Very, very little. It's probably one of my earliest memories. And I specifically remember being on his hip and, like, looking down and, like, watching him skate. Because he's a really good skater. That's so and cool. I mean, like, and people all... were like watching you and stuff. Yeah, like people would be like, and it would be me and dad, and like he would skate around with me. And like Carly was too little, probably. As she was with my mom. Or she and, was like, being slutty sluttier. somewhere. She was being slutty <laughs> somewhere. She was being a slutty <laughs> baby somewhere. <laughs> that's so cute. But, yeah, I loved it, and like that's probably the first memory I have associated with sports, and probably even one of my earliest memories, like. In general. At all. Yeah, because, I mean, to
1: remember it that vividly at, like, three or four, you only have, like, a couple things you really remember, you know, at this, you know, from that age. But also, that's, like, like an emotional connection that you probably formed to hockey. Oh, yeah.
2: Like, we were all really good skaters. And one of the things I miss most living here is that, like, in the winter, like, I really miss playing pond hockey. Like, just pick up. Like, we would get, like, even when we were teenagers, we would just go and, like, fucking play pond hockey and get last time we did it I got we got really drunk and my mom had to come get us and she was like you guys are assholes <laughs> <laughs> we had to like leave our car at a pond in the woods <laughs> we that sounds too so too drunk on the back that sounds so redneck <laughs> like
1: I had to leave my car at the pond in the woods <laughs> If that's how a story ever starts. And... <laughs> we bring Labatt
2: and get trashed, which is a Canadian beer. Yeah, I know.
1: I had Labatt you where I grew have up. Labatt. I had yeah. Labatt. It's I used my to favorite s- beer. I used to sell Labatt Blue. Um... <laughs> out of your own
2: house, probably. <laughs> <No>.
1: <laughs> Don't you? When my parents would go out of town, I like got my liquor license when I was eight. Because <laughs> I would sell all this shit out of my parents' house because I just wanted money. Um, no I actually I was a beverage cart girl for, for a golf course <laughs> oh, when funny. I was like 18 and we had like five different beers we had uh, Red Dog I remember Red Dog yeah we had Pabst Blue Ribbon yep. we had um, Heineken canned Heineken and we had Labat Blue what a
2: selection, right? Well, I would take bad out of all those. Think red Dog. I've not heard red anybody dog. even say Red Dog in like Red Dog packs blue
1: ribbon. Is that even still a beer? I don't even red know. Dog. I I think I drank. I used to steal a couple of Red Dogs from work because I would was like eighteen and we would like yeah. drink on the railroad tracks or something. <laughs> and it even I at like seventeen having or eighteen having no like other way of getting alcohol drank Natty Ice like it was water was like still too snobby for a red dog because it tasted so it was like shit and ugh. people bought it and what i thought was weird about the golf course i feel like this is why um i meant to be like a business person because i i what had no training or anything but i'm like you know, I only know Red Dog is bad and it's a lower grade beer because I stole some and drank it and it tastes like <laughs> shit. But this golf course is selling Red Dog for the same price that it's selling Heineken. So this is why I, there's so much Red Dog left over because yeah. that's why I can, you know, a couple can fall off the truck, so to speak, and nobody knows the difference. Yeah. And a couple hot dogs while we're at it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some combos. And But, but I worked hard. Eight, eight hours, you know? Maybe a Twix here and there. But either way... <laughs> Um I w you know, I was like, I don't even wanna st- I want the Heineken, you know? Yeah. But people but but the golf course was so stupid. It was um and they would sell Red Dog for like five bucks can, and then Heineken for five bucks can, and Labatt Blue. But pe- I always remember people always get very excited when they heard I had Labatt Blue because they would be like, "What uh, a weird beer collection you have!" But people would get excited, yeah. Because between Heineken, and Labatt so Blue, it's good. Yeah, yeah I, I like, like I like Heineken too. I think Heineken. Yeah, is good. I like
2: Heineken. I would pick Blue over Heineken any day. But that's also how I learned about
1: Pabst Blue Ribbon. Love it because that was also five dollars and people are obviously buying labat blue yeah okay. and that's so i learned when i was 18 the like the categories of bouginess that beer is in um based on the fact that some dummy priced them all the same but the quality was very different because i taste tested all of them <laughs> and then also the the customer experience was like f- uh fuck no we're not gonna pay five dollars for a red dog but like we'll definitely pay $5 for Labatt Blue or like yeah. a can of, ba- or like Heineken. So people were like going crazy. It was only when oh, we sorry. had like a lot of people on the course and we ran out, people were like, ha- we're forced to buy red dog. Cause like, it's like, I'll get red dogs. well, it's like, if you want a beer, it's yeah. all, you, and it's all you can get, you know?
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and it, and it was called, and the golf course that I worked at was called Ron Jaworski's Eagle Nest. <laughs> Cause it was owned by Ron Jaworski. <laughs> But I never got to meet him to this day <laughs>
2: oh that's a bummer well, you I say you work there if you ever get to you I know
1: live. it's not called that anymore I don't oh. even think it's a golf course anymore, but oh, sad. that's how I learned how to play golf though oh. um because I would they I could go and play five holes like when I was done and then the pro would teach me a couple things so that's how I learned
2: that's funny That's yeah. a good story yeah
1: um but anyway um Labatt Blue see that whole thing happened off Labat blue but Lebat Blue is awesome. I know you didn't so you have an, one more baller story that you should tell before we go and it's not about. Um, sports, but it's about Labatt Blue because I was excited for you because I know how good it is oh, from that
2: uh, golfing experience. I do have one story. I, I know your you. story. Which one is this?
1: The one where you went to the bar and there was like oh one Labatt Blue. There was a, yeah,
2: it was a bar in Santa Monica,
1: and I got really excited for I you. I was so excited. It was like I know how exciting that is. Where was
2: it? It was Busby's. It was Busby's West for people who live in LA. And what I did not know about Busby's is that. It is. Is it Busby's? Uh, yeah. Yes, it is. You got. I remember your it's story. It's Easter West. I, there's West, two. I don't it's remember. It's West for sure because it is a Buffalo Bills bar.
1: Oh, they have one of those out here.
2: Yes, I know. <laughs> Which those. is
1: basically called Who Cares? Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: no one cares. Yeah. But it's a Buffalo Bills bar, and I was there for a comedy show that somebody was running there, and I wanted a beer. It was a bottle. West then because I've it run was a show West there before, for sure. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know, what do you have? And they, like, opened the mini fridge behind the bar, and there was, like, a single Labatt Blue. And I was just like, oh, my God, you have Labatt Blue? And he was like, yeah. I'm like, can I, like, can I have that one? And he was like, yeah. And
1: <laughs> it was like, did you drink it real slow?
2: <laughs> well, afterwards, I drank it really slow, and I was really excited about it. But then it came back, and I was like, is there, like, any more anywhere? And he was like, oh, yeah, there's, like, a ton at the front bar, like. We'll just, like, I'll go get you some. And so oh. I got to drink the that blue all night. Oh, I thought they only had one. They only had one right there. But oh. they only had, like... Or no, they only had... They didn't have a ton of them. They only had two because football season was over. And so they were, like, getting rid of them. Mm-hmm. And so he brought the two they had at the front up. And Greg, our friend Greg, wanted one. Um, and... They wouldn't sell it to him because they had brought both of them up for me to drink for the night. Oh my so he was god! like, can I get one? Because they're from Boston, and so they didn't know that. And he was like, Nah, I can't. It's just for this girl who like, Oh
1: my god, that's so cool! Oh <laughs> yeah. wow,
2: respect, Busby.
1: I know. It's, you know what? That's so cool too because we have like two Eagles bars, Sports Harbor, which I still have never been there because oh, I, like I uh, w- yeah. uh, the Brit is the other hot, one.
2: It's a hot mess over there. Yeah,
1: I know. It's like everybody's like, you got to be a real, you got to be able to hack it if you go in there I like a real. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, you know what, I. I think I can handle it. It's fine, you know. It's
2: a Philly slash Riggers Raiders bar.
1: bar. I'm surprised people aren't killed in there. Do you know what I mean? There's not fucking knife fights. I know. But why wouldn't they bring in Yingling? Because the way that you feel about Black Blue is how I feel about Yingling. I love Yingling too. When I find it, I get super excited. I ne- about it. I've never found it in L.A. There's a couple ever. bars I've
2: found it. I get excited when I find nine. You gotta tell nine. me. You
1: know how much I love. You know I, know I don't even like beer. No,
2: I know. I don't like beer. I didn't know you liked Yingling. Though, I love Yingling. Like
1: Every time I go back home. Um, to Philly, New Jersey area, I order Yingling because I it's the only beer I like, and I can't get it anywhere. It's the
2: oldest brewery in America.
1: I know it's from uh, uh, Latrobe, Pennsylvania.
2: I think so. Yeah, yeah. sounds yeah. good. Sounds right. Sounds right, it sounds like a place.
1: Latrobe. There's definitely beer that comes from Latrobe, Pennsylvania. But if it's not uh, Yingling, it's something else. But I don't remember because we have two breweries yeah. in, in PA. But I'm pretty sure it's- Yingling comes no. from Latrobe. Pretty sure. Mm-hmm.
2: I well, like it. I've re- I ran into it on the road a few times. It's because
1: it's out. a regional beer, so they it. don't sell it anywhere but the the, the East yeah. Coast. And if you're selling it out here, you're importing it, you yeah. know. But you would think they'd have it at the fucking because one thing that I that all of us Eagles fans, when we get together, or like people I don't know and stuff, when we watch games, is we're all like, "Hey, could really use a Yingling right now." And we all like are like, "Oh, yeah." We all love Yingling, and then you know the bars are like, "Whoa, oh, we don't have it," and we're like, "Well." Like, be a Philly bar, like okay? Together. Yeah. Be like Busbies and at least have like two Labats, you oh, know? I, know. I love so Labats too, though. I think it's really good.
2: It's so good. Yeah,
1: all all great I'm beer, beer be is from beer. the East Coast or Canada. I have to say. I mean,
2: great Canadian beer, best and Labat. If you buy in Canada, it's like stronger. That's it's probably we, alcohol content.
1: It's. Pro- oh, I didn't know that. That's probably yeah. why we both like like whiskey too, because Canadian whiskey is really good. Yes, yeah, so I
2: really like Crown Royal.
1: Yeah, I'm like, a, I've always been a Crown Royal fan. I right? also
2: use the bags to keep my weed in. Afterwards. Oh, those
1: are nice, like little felt bags. Yeah, yeah they're, they're very nice. Handy for things. <laughs> I use like my, I use like purse bags for that. But that makes <laughs> sense based on who we are. Yes, or, yes we both smoke weed, but I use purse bags that say like <laughs> Chanel on them, and you and you use like <laughs> Crown, Crown Royal, Royal <laughs> bags. Either way, it gets the job done. Well, anyway, thanks for being on the podcast. This was fun. I've been wanting to have you for like a long time. I know. This
2: was so fun. Thank yeah. you so much for having me.
1: We we like didn't get into everything I wanted to get into, but I feel like this is like our life where you're like I'm gonna come over for one glass of wine and I can't stay that long four hours later we've written two TV shows you the whole, uh, like and a whole like, bottle of wine later and we decided to invent presents to like make for your family because I'm ghetto Martha Stewart and I like <laughs> to make shit <laughs> which we have to get on that by the way I know we do have to get on but that but I'll, I'll
2: have you back we'll have you back you'll yes. be like a re because you know I'm sure t- I'll be back at some point and like yell shit in
1: yeah you'll like be, probably be here people. when I'm like talking to someone else or something probably. but um Anyways, thanks for being on the podcast, and thanks for bringing over whiskey.
2: Uh, you're welcome. It's just from a flask I just carry with me all the time now. So I know
1: because that's what my goddamn professional. That's what Brooke does. Alcoholic. She
2: she walks around
1: <laughs> with a flask of whiskey, and I didn't have any wine in my house, so this time we did whiskey. But I feel like that's appropriate because we have whiskey chats, so sure. this was a good whiskey chat. I agree. All right. Well, thank you, and don't forget to
0: tell your family in Canada. I said hi. <laughs> Bye.